Yeah, that's the beauty of America. <laughs> well, you're not American. You're not in America anymore. But I'm sure Americans are just like, well, you are American, but they're just like, that's America. We can do what we want. Welcome to the Pier 39 Podcast. I'm Syl, doing the intro today, and with me, I have... Me. It's it's Ben. Hello. Hello. I I did that one okay. <laughs> <laughs> are, we, are we keeping it? Is this a keep take? Mm, sure. I'll get nice. better as we go on anyway. Yeah. 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 So what's up? How have you been? I'm pretty good. I'm I'm sorry if I sound like a little extra stuffy today or like nasally. Um it got a little bit dry here, so my nose is just like I've been I've been using spray, but I've just been sniffing all day. And it's really annoying. <laughs> yeah, I hate runny noses. I hate allergies in general. Oh, yeah. The weather kind of shifted here recently, so it dropped temperature pretty quick. And it's been really windy. And Ooh. wind definitely gives you runny noses. Yeah. Oh, my, it's so. not, not runny. It's just been, like, bone dry. Oh. Uh. <laughs> yeah. It's just uncomfortable. <laughs> the worst is when, like, you get a little tiny cut on the inside of your nose. Oh, Does yeah. that happen to you? Um... I haven't got a little cut, but there have been a few, like, weird, like, not pimples, but, like, like a bump. It's not a, maybe it's yeah. a pimple. It's not, like, a gross pimple. It's just, like, a little bump. Yeah. And it's annoying. I know what you mean. Yeah. I've gotten that before, too. And it's just, you can't do anything about it. You just it have hurts. to let it run its course. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... It's not really allergy season, but I feel like I'm getting allergies here and there all year now. So it's uh, it's allergy season twenty four seven, three sixty five. Uh, unfortunately. Um. Oh, oh, over there. Yeah. Specifically, I don't know why. Maybe it's because we're in a city or something, or like there's a ton of dust. There is more dust in this apartment yeah. in a week than my apartment in Wisconsin accumulated in like two months. It's ridiculous. I, don't I wonder know. if like a air purifier would help that. I've thought about it. I've actually I've seen like if you get a if you get like the right filter, like a good industrial filter and like a box fan, there's essentially no difference. So I've thought about just doing that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's uh, it's no good, or it doesn't help anyway. Yeah, I've considered getting an air purifier for my room, but I, it's really not too bad at my house. I think the main issue is we haven't really changed our vents, like filters, uh, in forever. Yeah. So I think that would really help. I feel like I'm one of those people who could have an air purifier an air humidifier and a dehumidifier dehumidifier running like all at once (laughs) 
Yeah. The AC, the heat, just everything blasting. We used to have a I, uh, I don't know if it's a deionizer or an ionizer. It's like it wasn't. It didn't really clean the air, but it was like this little machine that we had in the hallway. My dad was sold on it when we moved into this house by one of his friend's dads or something selling it. And it was sold to him to help with his asthma. And apparently it like, I don't know exactly what it does, except that it wards off spiders. And we've like never had cobwebs ever. Ooh. Like, Pretty never nice. I, I've never seen like even a spider web in my house. I wonder is it like is it like a high frequency emitter or something? Maybe? You know, that's what I thought, but like we still get mosquitoes and okay. like moths. Cuz I know so... there's a there's a thing we have at um at the at the cabin like in the little boathouse workshop area which of course is like infested with bugs of every type and yeah i think i think my dad put in like one of those yeah it's like a frequency emitter or something and that's really helped with i mean you can't eliminate all of them but we're not like (laughs) we're not in like an old dungeon or something anymore (laughs) i actually used to have one of those like frequency emitter plugins at the front of my room like right when you walk in Mm -hmm. i don't know uh, my ex-boyfriend bought it for me because he knows how much I don't like bugs. Oh, dude. Bugs are but, a nightmare. Yeah. I just... I, if, I guess it, like, it worked, but our house is really clean anyway, so it was never like I saw many bugs anyways. Mm-hmm. I, I had an ant problem in my old apartment. Mm, and yeah. like there would you just on the floor and like it got kind of bad or at the least just incredibly annoying and i finally got like some good some good traps and i like i left them out for like a couple days or whatever and i looked in them and turned on my phone flashlight and it was like a horror scene like there were hundreds oh. and hundreds of ants just like writhing just like piles of ants like crawling over each no. other in these traps oh, no and it was i'm like as long as y'all stay there that's cool <laughs> like yeah. i will burn this building down <laughs> if this leaves this area i did not oh, like I it i hate ants we get ants during the summer sometimes mm. And it used to be a bigger problem, but I don't know. I guess I'm going to knock on some wood here, but ants just haven't been a huge problem in the past, like, two years, which is I'm very thankful for. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of the, the nice thing living, like, on the on the 20th floor. Don't have a lot of bug <laughs> issues. Yeah. And when we do, it's Anya's, like... If there's <laughs> there's been a couple of times like a a random like a wasp maybe or a bug or something, it's like a dystopian world for Anya. Like it's her <laughs> night. Like literally, she will just if she even sees it like come inside our area from the balcony, she will just like lock herself in the bathroom or the shower or something. Like she hates she she doesn't 
I don't know if it's the grossness or like just the fear of being like bitten or something. So I go and just kill it. It's fine. Or throw it out the, yeah. the window or whatever. See, wasps I'm scared of just because they're danger. Not, I guess they're dangerous, but bite yeah, you. if they bite you, it's going to be a world of hurt. But yeah. other other bugs, I'm just like, I hate them because they're gross. I got to oh, be... Shoot. I'm sorry. I got to be the hero in a class at university once when there was a wasp. Mm -hmm. It was like flying around down. I was in like a, a middle row and in, these girls were in the front row and there was a wasp and they were like freaking out, like doing that shrieky thing. And <laughs> it was awful. And they were like debating what to do. And I just like, it felt kind of awkward because I felt like that weird guy in class because I, I didn't like participating. <laughs> This is uh -oh. my this was my uh my my like <laughs> no. freshman anthropology class that I had to take as a like my last semester. So I was like 20 yeah. 24 or 25 in a room full of 18-year-olds. <laughs> I was like uh -huh. you guys need to stop. Anyway, I walked up to their desk or their table and I just like put my it was like on one of their water bottles or something and I like put my hands above it and I just clapped it. They're like, you didn't get stung? I'm like, no, I didn't get stung. I don't. It's dead. <laughs> I won. <laughs> wow. I just like, came back. I just wow. wanted them to stop senior, talking. Senior anthropology <laughs> hero. Yeah. yeah. I hated That's that class. Awesome. <laughs> I did not like the people in it. Too much, uh, too much, too much freshman positivity. I was used to my jaded English classes. <laughs> You know, I feel probably the same way. I would have, no, I'm sorry. I would have felt the same way if I had to take any, like, general eds as a senior. Yeah. So, yeah. I took one class as a senior. Like, it was my last semester of school, and it was a 100-level class. So, like, pretty yeah. much a freshman course. But oh, because yeah. it was an elective, there were still seniors in it. So, it wasn't, like, horrifyingly young. Mm -hmm. But... I still felt like too old to be in that class. Yeah. Somehow. The God, it was so nice moving away from the the hundred level courses. I just remember the most like it's a university, right? So most of the people you meet are like kind of on the same page as you, you know? Yeah. Like in terms of uh, world views and that sort of thing, like or specifically politics, but. There was in in one of my, I think it, I I forget what level it was. It had to be hundred level, um, an American literature class, and the teacher was a, a woman from Japan, and had an oh. like when she went like the first time I heard her was kind of difficult to understand what she was saying, but like after you get used to the accent, totally fine, right? Um, mm -hmm. just like you have to figure out like what's going on and then you get used to it. There were like these two super redneck dudes who would just spend like the entire class laughing at her accent and they were just like, that's messed up. Just like you're fucking your traditional, like overweight neck bearded camo wearing dudes. And I'm like, why are you guys <laughs> in a, in a literature club? Why are you here? <laughs> like, 
I don't yeah. what what on earth would your degree be for that you're going to this university? So that that was annoying. But then once you get to like just your the upper level classes where it's just people in your major, then it's a different kind of annoying, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> oh yeah, it's like the people who like think they know every single thing. Oh god. Yeah. Yeah. I don't miss I well I miss school a lot but I don't miss the people yeah I miss the, the necessarily yeah I miss the, like the, the learning and the analyzing and, and going through yeah. stuff and that I I don't miss like especially for writing Ugh, people who write are awful <laughs> <laughs> like just every stereotype you can imagine there was very few like chill people Everybody took everything to 11. And I learned that many, many women, apparently, all have the exact same thoughts on having short hair. And they like writing <laughs> poetry about it. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. It was a, I just wasn't expecting it to be a common theme, but there was like 10 of those poems that different people wrote about like having short hair, and it was like the same exact style. And all of them said, like, mm -hmm. the same exact thing. Which makes sense, because I'm sure it's the same comments every time. But as someone who... You... Yeah, I just got sick of it. <laughs> you got the people that were, like... Who would cut their hair off after a breakup? I don't know. Um, I got some, I got some great highlights that I'll... So there was a girl who was super quiet, always wore like gratuitous anime shirts, and wrote a poem in which the point of view was from the controller of somebody playing Overwatch, and the controller just wanted to be used and thrown against the wall and and smashed and sweaty, and it was super <laughs> awkward. I did not like reading what? that poem. Um, someone else was a girl who I'm being meaner than I normally would because she was just very annoying but she she said several times that she like never ate that she had trouble eating and like she never ate and no matter what she did she would just gain weight and that's I know some people probably struggle with that right especially if you're on like certain mm -hmm. medications or something um yeah like hyperthyroid or yeah, something yeah there's there's definitely stuff that can do that all of my feeling, like, all of my, like, oh, that sucks feelings were gone when she pulled out, like, a Mountain Dew, an Arizona tea, a bag of chips, a bag of peanuts, and, like, a, a chocolate bar or whatever. I'm like, okay. Oh. Come on now. Like, so uh, you're saying... <laughs> So you're saying she doesn't want to eat because she's scared of gaining weight, but when she eats, she eats crap? I guess. I don't know. And, like, every time she would pull a bunch of stuff out of her out of her bag and eat things. But I don't, like, my biggest thing was that she had this weird, like, all of the stuff she wrote was, do you know what a Wendigo is? No. It's like a, I think it's a, 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 indigenous american thing from some maybe ojibwa chippewa maybe the i'm not sure it's like a monster like oh, a creepy demon it's like a has like a goat skull 
or a deer skull okay. and like weird limbs uh-huh. and stuff it's like there's a lot of freaky art but like everything she wrote was about how she has dreams about this wendigo and like she's haunted by this wendigo and she's possessed by this or something and i'm like okay i get it Interesting. that's neat it's cool to think that but also you're like 20 something maybe <laughs> like everybody's special but nobody is anime protagonist special you know you're not the chosen one you're not always the main character i just and like i think i think like a brush it's it probably sounds incredibly callous of me because i think most people like do just let people live their lives i had to spend like two years with these people (laughs) like dealing with, with, with this and it just gets exhausting Oh, I'm sure I would have been the same way if I was in that type of situation in college. Yeah. Especially because, I don't know, I was I was anthropology and, like, I loved learning about whatever culture I was learning about. But, you know, there's always that one person who needs to make it about themselves. And I'm like, how is a culture in the Amazon, this dying culture, why do you need to relate it back to something that happened to you? Yeah. But there's always going to be those types of people, and you just have to deal with it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's whatever. Like, at the end of the day, people can do their own thing. Yeah, that's the beauty of America. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Well, you're not American. You're not in America anymore. Wow. But I'm sure Americans are just like... Well, you are American, but they're just like, <laughs> that's America. Yeah. We can do what we want. It's like, a free country. It's a free country, and we can have mass gatherings for Thanksgiving, even though everyone is saying, don't. Yeah. But, Speaking of Thanksgiving. Yeah, so anyways, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our episode today is supposed to be about Thanksgiving. But you know, it's always about anything plus thing plus the topic. Yeah, I've, I've been liking the consistency with which I can just like something and our topic. Like it's always yeah. like two big things at least. Usually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the CDC and every single person and. It, not every single person, but all a lot of reputable scientists and doctors were just saying, don't see extended family. Mm-hmm. Yet, we had two very large parties on our street, and I was just side-eyeing them the entire night. Ugh. Yeah. How was your Thanksgiving in general? Uh, pretty good. Also, I, I, I don't know. I feel so... Last year, we did a little Thanksgiving. Like, I made food and everything and had Anya's family up and all that stuff. And I did explain a little bit. And they know it's it's like a, a mix of stuff that people know from movies or media. Uh, stuff that the government kind of uses as propaganda. And then, like, stuff that they know from me. So... Like, this year, uh, when we were talking about Thanksgiving, our uh, Anya's dad was like, isn't that the genocide holiday? And I'm like, yeah. you're not wrong. 
but I just I don't know. Yeah, you're not super wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's it's such a weird disconnect. Like I have no problems like trashing Columbus Day. Like we can actively not celebrate that. Thanksgiving is weird to me because I don't think it's it's literally never been about like that fake as hell Pilgrims Indian story. Like yeah, it's always just been gathering with family and being thankful. Yeah, like I guess I I I understand like the the dislike of it certainly. I don't mm-hmm. know that replacing it is the right thing just because I don't think a lot of people know or care about that. Like I think it, yeah. I think a, a family that sits down and says uh, let's be thankful that the the Native Americans helped uh, uh, help the pilgrims with that first meal and blah blah. But like that family has other problems, <laughs> has bigger problems. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Definitely. no, it's always. So I've explained like it's 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 about like just being with your family. Ultimately, is like the mm-hmm. like being thankful that you can get together and stuff. Um, but yeah, we did a. I mean, I just. I, I mentioned I was like on my feet for like six or seven hours or whatever it was yesterday. Uh, Saturday yeah. we did our our meal, so yeah, I did up uh, some turkey in the slow cooker. I did some some mashed potatoes, which were, was great. Um, I tried street corn, and I think like Mexican street corn. Yeah. Um, nice. not being able to grill the, the, the corn was kind of a, a factor and it not tasting great. I think it, it tasted mm, fine. It's just, yeah. it was very, eh, I think it's a very good base, but it needs more of something. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, just like some glazed carrots and, uh, some green beans with almonds and caramelized onion. Then Anya did the uh, uh, two pumpkin pies and an apple crumble. So. Wow. Yeah. Okay, let me start from the beginning. You made a turkey in the slow cooker? I made a five and a half pound turkey breast in the slow cooker. That's so smart. So you just like let it go all day? Uh, Yeah, I woke up at, I think I put it in finally at like 8.30 or something, and I think it was ready at like 12 or 12.30. I just put it on high for a couple hours and then low, and yeah, it was literally like the turkey with with some, uh, well, not some. It was like eight tablespoons of butter. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's like a whole stick. Yeah, and like Well, okay, I know sticks of butter is different places. Yeah, it was like eight. Uh, it, it it converted to like a hundred and fifty grams of butter, I think. Right. And, and I didn't. I actually didn't notice. They wanted you were supposed to take. Um, you were supposed to take like five of those tablespoons and like brush it on the turkey or whatever. And I ended up just like I brushed it on and then I just like poured it over, and mm-hmm. I didn't notice that the rest of it you were supposed to save for later so i just poured all of it in the slow cooker and then there was like uh just they, it's it called for chicken broth or or vegetable stock or whatever but uh-huh. as i mentioned you like can't buy that here and i didn't feel like 
boiling chicken for however many hours to to get it so mm-hmm. i just did a, a half cup of water and a half cup of white wine and then all this melted butter and that was like the base then uh just like simmering that in a pan afterwards with uh with some flour to get your gravy and that turned out amazing yeah. which i was very surprised by because I've, I've never i've never dealt with that before so it was all it was all very new yeah that's awesome yeah i don't eat turkey but that sounds really good yeah my mom actually did like a like a four pound turkey breast also like a little tiny thing and she put it in the oven for no, i don't know like an hour and a half okay and yeah she said it was good and i i believe my family that it was good <laughs> <laughs> everybody's just lying to you to like make you feel like you're missing out <laughs> oh it's so amazing yeah i i don't know if i've mentioned on the podcast before that i don't eat meat but i yeah i don't eat meat if but you, i think i'm gonna start eating meat again if you don't mind me asking why uh why not what was the the reason well i started well, I never really ate a lot of meat anyways. Like I was always I really like salads. So, and then I really like tofu. And um this was 2 years ago now. Actually, it was 2 years on like around Thanksgiving. Um we went to this buffet for Thanksgiving and I tried like some of the meat and I was just like, "You know what? This doesn't even appeal to me anymore." Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it was kind of like a test to myself to see if I could just m- focus on cooking plant-based food and just like, yeah, cutting it out. And it was super seamless and I just was able to do it. Nice. And I, I still allowed to, allowed myself to eat like fish and shrimp every so often, but like even that is like kind of rare for me mm-hmm. it's like only if we eat sushi or like if we're going to like a nice restaurant and yeah uh, my parents are getting steak but i'm getting like a fish or something mm-hmm. but yeah so um i never was really strict with myself though so if i like went to japan or when i went to france um i would eat a little bit of meat here and there um, so it wasn't really I was a hard vegetarian or anything plus I ate cheese and eggs and drank <laughs> milk and stuff oh well, yeah vegetarian not vegan yeah I so, could never and like <laughs> I would I would eat things if it had like chicken broth mm-hmm. and um, if my say my sister was eating fried rice or something i would just eat like a bite that doesn't have meat i don't know it was just it wasn't for moral reasons which i totally understand the meat industry is like polluting the world so terribly and is inhumane treatment of animals i totally get it but i was never like a preach a preacher for that Mm -hmm. um and that's not the root of my vegetarianism, I guess. So, 
Yeah, for that reason alone, I realized that, like, if I wanted to eat meat again, I wouldn't feel bad about doing it, mm-hmm. I guess. If if it's, like, in small quantities, because I never really ate that much anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, and um, the main reason I think I might start eating meat again is because, uh, so my restaurant, there's the owner and then his parents and then one other person work in the kitchen. So his parents are super old and like the grandma cooks a lot of the food and she'll like call me over to have have me try just like something she's making that's off the menu. Oh. And she just like she just put like a the other night she put like a toothpick in like a chicken with a green bean and she was just like she called my name and she's like and gave it to me and she's like speaking Japanese. And I was just like, uh, like, I didn't know what to do because I didn't want to be disrespectful to her mm-hmm. and just be like, can't eat this. And I don't really know how to translate that in Japanese without being rude. So I just, yeah, I had a piece of chicken the other night and I didn't feel bad about it, but I also felt a little bad about it because I hadn't had chicken in so long. Yeah. Then I, I was like. I think that's eh, one piece of chicken is not gonna kill me, I'd... and it's not gonna kill the world. Yeah, well, no, that's understandable because it's like a, it's it's a it's very like anticlimactic, right, or like unceremonious way of like breaking that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm just like I feel bad. I don't want to disrespect a Japanese grandma and her offerings and then i extra don't want to disrespect her like later if she finds out i don't eat meat and i've um like she'll cook us some food too that we eat after our shift and if it has meat in it i just won't eat it and i'll just toss it and i just feel really bad about wasting it yeah so yeah i think i think it's time to start eating meat every so often. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's um, but, that's kind of like what Anya Anya really. I mean, some meat she really likes, but like for example, the other day we ordered burgers from a pretty nice place, and she got like maybe halfway through hers, and she's like, "Can you can you just take the rest?" Like she scraped off. It was kind of like a not a patty. It was like a almost a roast beef thing so she like scraped off as much as the meat as much of the meat as she could and like gave it to me because mm-hmm. it like too much will just make her sick um <clears throat> and after a certain point like we went for i don't know a, a couple months like the only time we would eat meat was if her parents made it or occasionally um like once a week we usually get like pizza or burgers or something but mm-hmm. other than that like we could just go for we, i think the i think we went for a few weeks and just kind of noticed that oh we haven't eaten meat like a lot of beans a lot of uh, a lot of pumpkin and squash stuff zucchini eggplants so yeah and it's i mean like i always i feel like that's kind of how people are moving towards anyways yeah Especially younger people. I think they're just being 
more health conscious. I mean, I know that me is not like unhealthy, but or like price conscious, maybe. <laughs> maybe I don't know. Give me that. Give me health... that eighty pound bag of rice. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like health foods that are labeled as or marketed as health foods are so expensive. Oh yeah, it's, it's dumb. But. Yeah, there's a lot of meatless options now, which I really appreciate, and a lot of meat substitutes taste pretty good now. I I want to try like a Beyond Burger or whatever. I want to try it so badly. I I've never tasted oh. like a substitute or anything. Yeah, um they're pretty good. Uh I like Beyond Beef more than Impossible Burger. I mean, not not like you would know, I guess, but they're pretty they're both used interchangeably here and they taste very similar but they come in like crumbles like uncooked crumbles or uncooked like ground okay so i can put it in different things so yeah it's super i mean it's a little bit pricey but you have to understand that it's going to be more expensive than like cow Oh, cows yeah. that are just like mass produced yeah especially but, like starting out oh yeah my new favorite thing is um these plant-based hot dogs <laughs> and i was actually um really against vegan hot dogs for a long time because i just like could never find one that was good um, but I found this brand that I really like, and I've been buying them and just eating hot dogs with a bunch of stuff. Nice. Yeah, it's probably disgusting, but um, yeah, there's a bunch of dishes that like Japanese dishes that randomly will have hot dogs in it, so it's perfect. It's a perfect substitute. Nice. Um. Yeah. Um, so what was your uh, what was your like Thanksgiving menu? So my mom did the turkey breast. I did mashed potatoes, um, green beans with almonds like yours. Hell yeah! And no, no, you said sautéed onions. I think caramelized. I didn't do onions. Yes, caramelized. Ooh, even better. I didn't do onion onions. Because for some reason, we didn't have any onions in the <laughs> fridge, which is rare. Because I feel like onions are, like, something people just always have. Oh, it's, yeah, it's in so many, so many things. It's a staple. Yeah. Yeah. We only had half an onion. I was oh like, how did this happen? So we saved the onion for... What did we use the onion for? I don't even think we used the onion. Anyway, um, I roasted delicata squash, which is like the kind of smaller oval squash. Um, if you cut them in rings, they look like flowers. It's really cute. Okay. Um, we just did pre pre-made gravy, and I think that's it. Uh, oh, my mom made cream corn, and then okay. I made cookies, but they were a pre-made mix because I was running out of time and we didn't have a dessert halfway through dinner. And I was like, oh my God, how this, this cannot be. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, 
I ran into my pantry and I had like a Trader Joe's pre-made mix that you just had to add like an egg and a stick of butter to. Mm -hmm. So I baked those. We had cookies and yeah. Oh, and uh, we had bread and cheese. Hell yeah. Yeah. We only had brie though. Do you like brie? Yeah, brie's. Brie's fine. Yeah. Super good. Um... I I love mashed potatoes, and I only get to make them during the holidays. Yeah, same. Like, otherwise, nobody really wants them, I guess. It's something about November and December. People just want mashed potatoes. Warm and So filling. I was really excited to eat those. Yeah, they're so warm. My... And creamy. Yeah. Yeah, my mom, like was never really a fan so she would never make them for us so growing up the only time we had them was like holidays or at grandma's house or something now i'm on my own i make a lot of potatoes (laughs) either mashed or just like fried super greasy um i forgot one have you had those potatoes that are like cut in rounds and then cooked on a pan until one side is really crispy Hmm. I don't know the name of it. I'll have to get it to you. I saw a video of like they, Gordon Ramsay or something making it. Are they just sliced? They're just sliced. They're peeled and sliced, and then they're put in a pan with like hella butter, and then they get really crispy on I think just one side, if I remember. Okay, that uh, that sounds like roughly what I'd do if I like fry because I I just use oil instead of butter and i like i cut them pretty thin mm-hmm. and then it's yeah i don't get them like fully crispy or anything but uh, you just like salt the hell out of them <laughs> it's basically french fries but not deep fried really good right uh we yeah. also had i i forgot um anya's mom made uh vinaigrette which is a probably a pretty close salad to what you mentioned she makes like the the russian Mm -hmm. salad did it have potatoes and beets yeah i think yeah i think maybe she skipped potatoes just because she knew i was making mashed potatoes but like yeah beets and beans um also all of this stuff will like uh as i mentioned like i'll put I'll have all my recipes, like, for everything that I mentioned. I'll link where I got them from uh, in our notes. I was uh, I was going to ask you, though. So the, the recipe that we've been using for pie crust, technically not for pie crust. It is a, like, a general pastry dough recipe. So it gets really rubbery very easily. Um, oh okay i think you mentioned you had a pie crust recipe i do and it's it's really just flour and butter and cold water that's it shit it's kind of what ours is (laughs) (laughs) it could uh, be the technique i guess i Uh, i think i mean for me i anya made it I, i wasn't really paying attention i was doing everything else um i've needed to i always need it too much and becomes very tough i have a tendency to like over overdo that 
Yeah, it could be. I think when I took my baking course, they said that if you're doing that, it's like forming too much gluten, I think. Okay, that makes and sense. And that's why it gets tough. Well, it yeah. it will never know. Like the at some, at some point we check the pie and I'm like, "Okay, these are about perfect. Like maybe another 2 or 3 minutes tops." And we both thought the other one took the pies out after a couple minutes, so they were sitting in for like oh. another 15 or 20 minutes. Oh, and they weren't burned. No. Like the taste was totally fine, but like I didn't bother using a fork because <laughs> you could just like pick it up with your hands but it was the the texture of the filling and everything was perfect do you guys um bake the crust before filling it no or do you Should just throw it that? in like is that better raw dough raw with dough. raw filling okay so if you want like a crispier pie without it being soggy on the bottom or maybe I don't know if soggy is the right word since you were saying rubbery. Yeah, it's rubbery. Um Does it kind of like stay in place or does it fall apart a little? No, it stays incredibly in place. Oh, well then it's probably fine, but um mm. if you want to try it's called blind baking. So you get your crust, and you put it in the pie pan, and you fill it. Um, you have to put like a layer of um, foil, and fill it with um, dried beans, something to weigh down the foil, so that it doesn't expand the pie crust. It doesn't like okay. puff up. Yeah, and then you bake it for not not too long like maybe 10 minutes most and then take out the weights so you could use like actual pie weights but nobody has actual pie weights unless you're a baker <laughs> um so dried beans works just fine i i want to say rice would work fine but i also have never tested that yeah like dried rice um and then when you take it out you have to like score it so you have to just poke it with a fork so it doesn't get too puffy and then you bake it again for just a little bit and then when it comes out you can fill it with your pie filling and then finish off the bake and it sounds like your pie it sounds like your pie crust would be baking for way too long but it actually turns out like totally fine yeah it also honestly thinking about it um i'm i'm usually the one doing the <laughs> doing the crust uh and I've been trying it. It's a struggle for me. It might have been a bit too thick as well. That probably, that, that might could, have contributed. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's it's totally possible. I've, I've only made a few pies in my life. And like three of them were during my baking class. So <laughs> I haven't made a pie since. So I can't really tell you about trial and error. Yeah. It's, it's one but. of those things I got to figure out and it's i mean it's fine um i'll yeah people aren't just making pies every other day anyway yeah um so the i mean the all-star for me this year i i was particularly happy with the the turkey and the gravy just because like yeah, my fear is sounds so good my fear is always that the turkey is gonna be like bone dry right mm -hmm. um so if it's not like that's all i need for it to be a success 
Um, but the 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 best thing I think was Anya's, Anya found this recipe for apple crumble, and it's ridiculous. It's so stupidly easy, and it's so good. Like I kind of hate it, because <laughs> it's like was it like apples, cinnamon, uh, oats, butter, brown sugar? Yeah, essentially. Yeah. And like the, I think I don't know in what order, but I'm sure that's the key components. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the longest part by far is is uh, like skinning and, and slicing the apples, and then yeah, I I forget. There's something else. I forget what the uh, what the the top is made out of. It, I think it's like yeah, like flour. I don't think there's much butter in it. And then it's it's something I can't remember. But then yeah, she puts like a she sprinkles like a a cup of oats on top, and it's just like she was like, "I'm gonna make one every day," because <laughs> it was so easy. <laughs> Thank God she hasn't. Like my, I'd be obese. I can't control myself yeah. around pie. <laughs> that sounds super good. I love apple pie and apple mm. crumble. Uh, did you guys use like Granny Smith? apples she uh she was mostly what was it i think it was like gala gala apples or fuji or something oh okay and then i i did mention because i know like usually the go-to is granny smith so she mm -hmm. she mixed in like it was like one third granny smith and two thirds whatever nice yeah Ooh, mixed apple crumble. yeah <laughs> I made um something I don't I wouldn't call it a crumble but I made a strawberry oatmeal bar that had all of like the components of what I would assume an apple crumble is. Oh, that sounds great. But I don't think I would call it a strawberry crumble. I don't know. It was pretty intact, so it was like a bar. Super good. I think I might make that again when strawberries are back in season. Hell yeah. Yeah, I really wanted to make a pie this year. Maybe I'll just whip up a pie over the weekend one day. Do it. We, yeah, we do a lot of, I mean, well, we, Anya. Anya does a lot of, uh, when you said the strawberries, that made me think of, uh, it's, I don't know, I, I keep forgetting which it translates to. It's either jelly or jam. No, it's not jelly. Is it a preservative? Or is it jam? Uh what do you mean? Um She makes yeah, preserves. Yeah. I just don't know like which one it is. I know like one of them has whole fruit, one of them is like a, a spread, and one of them has like chunks of fruit or something. Oh. Yeah. Um it, I don't know <laughs> the exact classifications. However, I would assume jelly is like the super spreadable one. Yeah, yeah. Jam would be I think some with fruit and then preserves would be like whole fruit. Yeah. I guess it's probably a That's preserve. what I'm assuming. I just know I know the Russian term Ferenia. And we've been doing a bunch of that and I really wish we had done a strawberry one when they were in season. Strawberry mm, stuff is so yeah. good. Oh yeah. I make um I would call it jam. I make uh it, I would call it cheater jam because <laughs> it's not it doesn't have um pectin. So it does it's not like real jam where you have to like can it and everything. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but it's just mix. It, it, I usually do raspberries or blackberries. Um, I think I'm going to do a blueberry one later today because we have some blueberries on, on its way out. But it's just over the stove with a little bit of maple syrup or sugar. Mm. And then um, chia seeds. Okay. So the chia seeds will expand and become like gelatinous mixed with the broken down fruit. It be- it totally just like becomes jam. It's super good and that like really amazing. healthy. Yeah, and it's super easy. So when we have like an abundance of fruit that's like ready to spoil, I'll make <laughs> that. So yeah. it could preserve its life. Yeah. Um do you do you happen to know what compot is? Compot? Com- yeah. Like the uh, like I think in a, we we say compote, but yeah. Like juice. Like a berry or a fruit. Oh, no. Oh. Wait. Um Shit. What am I Explain yours. Okay. I know what you're I can't think of a berry that sounds close to that. I know what it is. I I I know what it is, but I can't think of the name off the top of my head. Anyway, um it's like a it's basically fruit juice. But the way you make it okay. is you just like get the fruit of your choice. Maybe not apples. I don't know how it works with that stuff, but like <laughs> strawberries, peaches, plums, whatever. And you just put it into a pot of water and there's like a certain it's not like incredibly specific, but I know you have to like boil it for a while for like however many hours and then you turn it off for however long and then you boil it again and then turn it off and maybe you boil it a third time or something. But it, I don't think it's super specific. And at the end of it, like you you don't, that's all you do with the fruit, but obviously like you could still use them for jam or uh, preservative or something afterwards probably. But yeah, then you have like your your fruit juice, and you can add like as much or little sugar as you want. Oh, so interesting. Yeah, so it's nice. Like, if it's something like cranberries, you can add just a tiny bit of sugar, and it's like a thousand times better than like something <laughs> from the store. Or for like peaches yeah. or or plums, like you, you maybe you don't even need anything if it's like strong enough, like no sugar at all. It's nice. Mm-hmm. So our, it's not compote, but I think most people say compote, and it's along the same lines. It's like fruit, maybe not apples, like you said, but like softer fruits mm-hmm. in in like a pan, and you just kind of boil them down and add like water and a little bit of sugar until it becomes kind of syrupy, and then it's um. I guess like a dessert topping. Okay. Yeah. It definitely so. sounds related. Yeah, maybe they stem from the same thing. Yeah. Or like um one of them came like one of them got it wrong or something. <laughs> Americans got it wrong, maybe. Or Russia. Maybe know. it's um I mean, I don't think Americans really lead in the dessert world. That's true. So it it, it could have been mistranslated from French or something. Yeah, like a yeah. French technique. So, I mean, we want to add sugar to everything, you know. Dude, oh my god. 
Um, how much butter did you use for your Thanksgiving stuff? Oh, um, I would say, including the cookies, that was a whole stick of butter. Um, I used probably almost a whole stick of butter for my mashed potatoes, and then maybe half a stick for my green beans. Dude. I used oil for delicata, and then I think my mom used oil for the turkey. So I'd say close to three t sticks of butter. Okay. Um, which I I want to say it's eight tablespoons or maybe six tablespoons. Uh, per stick. I'm not it's sure. Probably like three sticks. I think that'd be more than eight. Oh, yeah, total more than eight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, a single stick. Yeah, around eight or something like that. Um, mm -hmm. Ani was, like, Ani was, like, really upset because I, normally I don't, like, that's kind of why I, I got upset in turn because this was, like, it's my American meal. So I was dumping <laughs> butter in everything, like, butter, oil, just going going absolutely ham and anya just doesn't they they never have that much butter because you know it's not super healthy and whatever um but i got my butter for she the most should part. be introduced to the keto diet I, they eat hella butter <sighs> i mean i'm down is it like a is it a did paula dean invent it no, actually, um, uh, the basic premise of the keto diet is high fat, high protein, low carb. Okay. So healthy fats, pretty much. But it's to put your body into this state called ketosis, which is where your body starts burning fat versus sh like your sh sugar reserves or something. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a pr it's a really common uh, diet right now, and yeah, it's pretty gross. Like people <laughs> who are on it just eat hordes of like just all meat, and then like tons of cheese. It's just it's unsustainable, but. Oh, the worst part of it, I think, is people put butter in their coffee. That sounds disgusting. Yeah, doesn't it? That it sounds, sounds awful. horrifying. And like people put like coconut oil and butter in their coffee sometimes. Nope. Nope, that's yeah, not good. No. no. But no. in general, yeah, Americans use a lot of butter. I used a lot of butter, and I used also a lot of olive oil, so I, it gives it the yeah. flavor. Anya was getting, <laughs> like, there was already a ton of butter and stuff, and then the green beans, uh, for the onions, to for their, for, for caramelized, like, it, it just wanted, like, I don't know, however many tablespoons of butter, and then, uh, like, five tablespoons of olive oil, and Anya was not happy. <laughs> <laughs> she just saw all this oil going, and she's like, no. But, I I mean, it was mostly like... But did it taste good? I mean, it, uh, yes and no. What? No. The, they tasted fine. Like, the green beans tasted fine. Um, 
they just it wasn't like a strong flavor i don't know i think i think maybe i needed like a tiny bit more salt like just to bring some of the the stuff out a little but maybe like just a teeny bit i don't know they weren't they were kind of kind of eh but i ate them after the gravy and mashed potatoes so like, oh so they were like just following. like yeah they got the short end of the stick yeah i like should have started with them and i probably would have been like yeah these are, i did pretty good yeah do you i make green beans the same way every time i just it's like i put a pat of butter and no well i start with olive oil so my pan can warm it and then pat of butter and as the butter's melting, I add the green beans, saute them, salt, pepper, garlic powder. And then when they're almost done, I add the almonds. Hell yeah. Finish them off. And then, yeah, those are signature dish. We have that, like, more often than just Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. It's like a common side dish if we're, like, doing up a real dinner. Yeah. Yeah, that was one my uh my one of my grandmas would make uh quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Like if it was a if it was a big family dinner or whatever. Did you guys ever do green bean casserole? Um I think a few times. I can't remember like specifics, but I definitely think it's come up. Yeah. I never had green bean casserole at any family gathering ever and i had it once at work and i was like what is this this is the greatest thing and little did i know it's like a super simple recipe that has like the recipe on the back of a mush a cream of mushroom can yeah that sounds right i don't know yeah it's like a super common american dish that was like the i guess yeah that was wild like when we went through um my mom actually for was it to coincide with christmas maybe it was christmas one year uh she worked with my grandma and my dad's side they were pretty close and she like made like a personalized cookbook of like all the recipes my grandma would use oh and cute it was crazy how many of them were just like, yeah, this is from a newspaper from like 1960. This is from a, a can <laughs> of whatever from like 1952. <laughs> like it's all, it's all just like from random. Like I feel much less bad about getting things from the internet. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. A lot of recipes come from the internet now. Yeah. Well, I mean. And then you just kind of tweak. Yeah. Yeah. It's then- a great base. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, my cookie, my chocolate chip cookie recipe is, it's not like I just magically came up with something since everything exists online now. Yeah. It was like a recipe that I've just changed over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of how all, like, I feel like that's how all recipes start, or like word of mouth. Yeah. People don't just, in, unless you're, unless you're like super creative to invent like an actual new dish i've tried that a couple of times but sometimes Uh it's just like it's whatever like it's just a very generic like kind of hot meat based hot dish but one time i tried it i forget i was like trying to see what like different seasonings and like some 
some sauces would do and in a, a flash of inspiration i decided to add a bunch of soy sauce and that was a it was very <laughs> it was a very salty dish <laughs> like i was yeah. i ate it but my parents were like this isn't bad <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad whatever it's <laughs> i i actually my the biggest um the biggest uh, spurt of innovation that I've had with cooking has probably been for eggs. And I don't, I think it's mm. nothing crazy, but I've just been like, instead of trying to do scrambled eggs or an omelet, like I just whisk them up and I just leave them in the pan and like let them fry into kind of a disc. And then I can just uh -huh. like add whatever I want. So like I'll do, um, I'll do like very small uh, chunks of potatoes and just fry them in oil for a little bit and then uh -huh. i'll like dump those into the Ooh. eggs or i'll like cut tomatoes in and that sort of thing so it's like a it's like a whole deal that's cool so it becomes kind of like a tortilla shape yeah yeah it's just like a, a round like i can just slide it onto the plate in one big egg disc heck yeah and it's just like filled yeah. with potatoes and whatever else you want to put in there because it like as the you know Speaking... as the egg co cooks it like get stuck in it and stuff so it's yeah nice. yeah yeah and i was speaking of egg innovations have you ever tried sauerkraut on eggs no but i'd be down sauerkraut is delicious i know if you ever have sauerkraut you should whip up some uh i would go over easy eggs maybe not super runny okay um and then just throw some sauerkraut on them game changer i'll have to try that next time i read I'm that home. online actually yeah super good we have it's it's I... super interesting here because i wanted there's not like there's not really sauerkraut here and well there is there's something that is close to it and it translates into sauerkraut but it, it tastes different and i looked up a, a sauerkraut recipe online uh -huh. from like whatever american like super stereotypical website and anya looked at it and she said this is the exact same way we make it so we're trying like really? we have no idea what causes the different taste so oh. it's that's gonna be i don't want to eat that much sauerkraut to like <laughs> test through it could it be like are you guys just using like standard cabbage yeah i guess we haven't tried making it. Her mom has made it a few times, but like I haven't. Okay. So I don't know like super specifics, or maybe if her mom does something different. But I want to make sauerkraut. I hear it's like not too hard to do. No. Oh. It's just a time-consuming process. Have you ever tried your own? We don't have a an exact word for it, but pickles, like just cucumber and and brine. I haven't. No. Well, I've done. Not pickles specifically, but I've pickled onions plenty of times. Okay. Yeah, we we started doing that a few times, like, and that's really good just to have a good like a good pickle on hand. <laughs> oh yeah, nice. definitely, definitely for your um, what is it? Your shots of vodka? Yeah, yeah, my from the last episode. Yeah, my vodka shots, <laughs> or like sometimes. <laughs> I discovered that I really like dill pickle on, like, pizza. 
So sometimes if we get pizza Ooh. and I'm like, this sounds good, but they're not letting me add pickles onto it. Like, just dice them up myself and like drop them on. <laughs> I really like pickles, so I, I think that would probably be really good. The first time I'd... I like fried pickles. Oh yeah, dude. So good. <laughs> oh pickles. So American. Pickles on pizza was a, a life changer. And it was just like it was like some it was like a Cubano pizza. And it had yeah, diced pickles. Ooh, it was really, a Cubano pizza? It was so good. <laughs> oh, that sounds awesome. It was from the uh was, if anyone is ever in Wisconsin and you can find a Topper's pizza place. It's like the uh it's like the stoner pizza, like that's their market. Like they were the only place in any of the the, the towns I was in that they like deliver until three a.m. or whatever. <laughs> so, Dang. so sometimes Dang. you're just like, I don't know, you're however many beers deep or something, or you're just like tipsy or high or whatever, and you're like, I really want a pizza right now, and they would deliver, and it was amazing. That's awesome. I think they discontinued I don't think the Cubano we have that. though. Which is like incredibly Rats. depressing. <laughs> yeah, Cubanos are really good, as I remember. Oh yeah, I love I love Cuban. I love Cuban food in general. So I don't. I don't. Have you had other Cuban foods? Probably no. I don't know that I could pick. I probably probably yes, but I don't know if I could like pick out that it's Cuban without being told. Mm -hmm. See, I really like um, South American food in general, but I really like South American rice and beans. Ooh. It's just like the way they cook the rice in those regions. It doesn't matter if it's like Argentina or, Cu or Cuba or Costa Rica, except Costa Rica is not really Latin America. Um, <laughs> it's just like all those re Brazilian um all those regions just like cook their rice so good and their black beans so good mm. it's just uh i love it i could just eat rice and beans for weeks if it's if cooked it's, that way yeah if it's like good yeah yeah definitely yeah, man. but they also eat plantains have you had like fried plantains no oh, okay um, yeah, super good. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm. Uh, it it it's been an hour, miraculously. Yeah. It feels like it's I been like. I haven't minutes. even looked at the clock. I know. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've talked so, about food. Yeah, it's just food talk. <laughs> well, the only the only reason I bring it up is because right now everyone is like Ani is downstairs with her family having fried pork, and. <laughs> oh, you need to go get <laughs> I in really on that. I really want to get in on it. Uh, yeah, no, I, definitely. I asked her dad because, well, her mom also makes it, but her her dad makes it a lot. And I was like, do you have like a, is there like a way, like a special way to do this? And he's like, just put like dump oil in the pan and then start like heat it up and put the pork on and then just forget that you put it there. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> it's so good. It's just, I mean, it's incredibly easy. It's nothing special, but it's just fried pork, yeah. man. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, don't let me keep you from that. Oh. Oh, I'm so hungry now. I'm I'm excited for the we also have Thanksgiving leftovers. So maybe I double dip. Oh nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
I our Thanksgiving leftovers are done. Well, we also had Thanksgiving a few days before you. Yeah, so. yeah, we're we're like that day two, so. Yeah. All right. Do you, well, this was good. Yeah, no, this was a tasty talk. Oh yeah, and we should do more food talks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There'll be. I'm sure. Like I was, I was like thinking about. I don't know, maybe halfway through this or whatever. Like, we did an entire hour, and it, we've like barely scratched the surface. <laughs> like, I could talk about. We barely so many talked about Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. It was like a very brief Thanksgiving before moving into whatever. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. Anyway. Uh. I'd still need to write like an actual outro script. Or something. Um, if anyone has comments or questions, uh, you can feel free to contact us at peer39podcast at gmail.com. Peer is in a doc. And we should be everywhere now Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, um, pretty much wherever you get your podcasts, we should be there. And if we're not, then yeah. I don't know how you're listening to this, but you should let us know that we're not there so we can get there because it's pretty nice being places um yeah definitely pretty nice being accessible yeah 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 so thanks yeah. thanks everyone for listening and uh yeah hope everyone had a nice thanksgiving safe and well <laughs> and delicious hopefully delicious yeah